Welcome to Live 89 FM and Validated Radio. My name is KB Tyndall, and you are now tuned in to The Essence. I'm here with my homie, my compadre, my partner in crime, my man Dito. What's good, baby? What's up, bro? How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Really, really good, bro. I think we got I think we got one for the people this week. This is something that uh that people see all the time. People may not want to say something about it, but it's management teams versus the entourage of an artist versus <laughs> versus the artist. Right. The artist themselves. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. That's that's a lot of layers right there. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> um <laughs> You know, you see a lot of. It, all right, let's start. Let's start here. What you saw in the in the nineties, or what you saw in the two thousands, or what you saw in the in the in the in the late two thousands, like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, or whatever. You, you see a lot of artists that that get money, and they want to take their whole fucking crew with them. Wherever they go, they they like I'm I'm rich now. I'm taking I'm taking my twenty dudes from the hood with me, and wherever we go, we are gonna all live it up. We are gonna all have fun, whatever, whatever. And then, what happens is, after a certain amount of time, the artist is like, "Damn, I spent I spent three million dollars last year on all you motherfuckers," <laughs> and and it's it's twenty of y'all, and only two of y'all are doing some work. Right. The other eighteen of y'all are just hanging on, like, mm-hmm. like. So you start to run into a situation where friendships break up. You know, an artist feels like, okay, if I want to do this for the rest of my life, I have to conserve some money. I have to, I have to learn how to get my business in order. You know, learn how to move differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that what an artist could do in the beginning to avoid all of that is to not surround themselves with a bunch of yes men. Right. right, which is very hard to do. I mean, it's hard, but it's it's not like crazy hard. I mean, it's you know, it it, it basically falls on the artist's ego. You know what I mean? Well, it's like it, they right, right. I I think I think the reason why that's hard to do is not surround yourself with so many yes men is because as an artist, you're already facing so much and so many no's. Like, how many times does an artist reach out to a manager? How many times does an artist reach out to a label or, you know, some type of venue to do a show or whatever, and maybe they don't respond or they say no, you know? So I think that's why in the beginning, where you're just trying to get a foothold, you know, uh, a foot in the door, right. it's kind of hard to surround yourself with people that are going <laughs> to tell you, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> that's not what you can do right now because everybody else is already telling you, mm, Nah, I guess so. I guess I could look at it from that. I could definitely look at it from that point of view, no doubt. I, I, I mean, I, I feel that. I mean, because as an artist, you do struggle in the beginning. You struggle with a whole bunch of no. But I think that goes back to the same thing. I think it's like once they get on and once they get some money, you know, and they're they're popular. They're the most popular quote unquote artists on the planet, or they they're they're popular to the point where they're getting more money than they've ever seen in their life right, that point. they they feel like okay i'm a boss now so nobody should tell me no right right and and what happens eventually is that <laughs> for a lot of artists they run into some bullshit you know right. along the way they end up doing something in the public eye and 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 now they're getting scrutinized for doing xyz and I think a lot of that can be avoided. In other words, like, so you take an artist like the baby, right? 
blew right. up and blew up in a matter of a few years. One of the top artists on the planet right now, and then he gets into all these he gets into all these altercations. Every time he goes somewhere, his entourage they're getting into a fight, they're beating somebody up yep. or whatever. And now he's got to deal with the lawsuits that's coming from that shit. And guess who's paying for it? And he he's paying for it, of right? So now so now I'm <laughs> taking so now it. I'm taking care of you because you my homie. You beating somebody up. I'm paying that person that you beat up because of a lawsuit. Right. So now it's like, okay, you got to streamline your shit. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to cut certain dudes off, or they got to, or they got to learn how to change like you do. Like, and that's when people say the artist has changed. Right. Nah, <laughs> nah. The artist hasn't changed. He just wants his dream. Exactly. He wants thing. to be able to continue to live his dream, continue to make music, and now you. His homie, who's been down with him for the past twenty years, right. now you fucking shit up. You make you making things to you getting things to the point where where now I can't move the way that I want to move because now people think that I'm this troublemaker. Like now you can't actually help the people because right now the people think that exactly right. what you said. And 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 a good manager would tell that artist. And this yeah. is where this is where we go to the versus manager part. Right. Where a good manager would be like, look, bro. I understand that that's your people. I understand you want to take care of them, but they can't go everywhere with you, man, because they keep getting you in trouble. So what you should do is if you want to take care of them, say, look, bro, I'll throw you a couple of G's a month, you know what I mean, for nothing, just j just because you're my people. But I can't take you everywhere you go with me unless you learn how to tone down what it is that you do. But see, that goes back to that whole, it goes, it goes to the whole real nigga, quote unquote, attitude like i'm a real nigga like i'm the, i'm gonna keep my boys with me i'm gonna keep my people with me no matter what until you start running into those two three four million dollar bills every year <laughs> and you and it's cutting into your money and you like damn this this is supposed to be for my family it's supposed to be for my kids exactly. you know your future yeah for your future yeah and it and it gets it gets kind of crazy you know and, what i mean and, and that's interesting because in a lot of hip hop, you do notice that, like a lot of people have an entourage, a lot of people have a posse, and I think that's definitely something in the mentality of hip hop yeah. that I think has to change. Yeah, hip hop like, is the only art form where you where you see a crazy entourage. Like you see it in other genres, but like in hip hop, like yeah. you said, they're crazy though. Yeah, yeah. Like, but if you look at somebody like Jay Z, he has he has an entourage too. But they don't go crazy. But he's got an entourage so, that's not as big as the entourage that he had when he first came through the door. Like when he first came through the door and he was doing grimy hole in the wall spots in the hood where he yeah, had to same perform. Kind of entourage. Yeah, you had you got you got twenty dudes with you from Brooklyn or wherever you from. You got twenty of your boys with you if you from Queens or the Bronx or wherever or or fucking Texas or Florida or wherever you going to play these these spots in the hood where you know something could pop off. You bringing your twenty homies with you just in case something happens. You see, that's where it comes from. Yeah, that's where. It but comes now, from. once it's you get to a certain level, once you get to a certain level, you don't need that. But you're right. <laughs> that's you're right. It, it doesn't from. have to do with the music all the time. <laughs> it, it it doesn't. And but that's, that's what the the press will make it out to that. The press will say, "Oh well, so and so, -and -so, so. did this and blah, 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 and Now they're arrested or whatever, right. and they're like, and the artist is like, "I ain't even do nothing." And then the people <laughs> reading the tabloids go, "Oh, so so this is what happens when this type of music comes to the neighborhood." Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why hip hop thing. always gets. A bad name, even though we're the most popular genre in the country. So is the entourage? <laughs> the, the, the entourage, the entourage fucks up a lot of shit, man. 
Entourage fucks up a lot of shit, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, and and I, and 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 it's only now that I'm a little bit older, like I think about that, like because years yeah. ago I'd be like, nah, I'd have took my twenty homies with me too. Right, like let's go. Like like let's go. Like if I'm if I'm traveling, you traveling. If I'm eating good, you eating good. If I'm if I'm dressing in designer, you dressing in designer. Like whatever whatever the protocol is. Like if I'm doing that and you my partner, then I'm then we doing that together. Right. You know what I mean? And but the protocol doesn't necessarily have to change unless. Attitudes change, right? That's that's where it goes to. Right. If the entourage's attitude changes, then that's when I guess protocols have to change because it's affecting more than just the friendship. At that point, it's affecting the business. Yeah, you start affecting, you start playing with the money. That's different, and 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 a lot of hip hop artists should see that early on because a lot of us do come from the streets. A lot of us do come from the hood. A lot of us did do some type of illegal activity. So if you was on the street before you became an artist. And you didn't let somebody mess with your money and your cash flow, then why would you do that when you get in the industry? Right. It's the same. It's the same difference. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you need to have some game that when you come from the streets and then you you trying to go legit, like it's a different it's a different playing field. Some of the same rules apply, but it's a different playing field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, I think I think artists, I think entourages <laughs> you know um and and management i think i think all three of them are at fault you know what i mean and i think all three of them can mm. change things to mm. make things better that's interesting you see all three of them are at fault i definitely agree with that now i think it's interesting when an artist is their own manager how do you think that works that's hard to do any any artist at a certain level you can be your own manager early on but once you start doing shows on a regular basis, once you start having inquiries coming in on a regular basis, you got to have an assistant, not even necessarily a manager. You just got to have an assistant that's help, that's able to help you with that shit. I figure somebody like annoying, you know what I mean? Like, well, he's, he's got, not necessarily he's got, signed to a label yet. Right, but he's got pace management. He got a, he's who, got a team. He's got a team together who helps him. Do exactly what he needs to get done. But at the end of the day, he is calling the shots. Remember? Well, yeah. Well, an artist should call the shots. He was calling yeah. the shots like he yeah. had. Unless, unless of course, him. unless of course, your 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 assistant or your partner is somebody who's a business partner with you. Who owns right? more? Like, say you, you you're an artist. No, not no, not owns more. But say you're an artist and you and your best friend say, all right, we're gonna create this record label. And I'm going to be the artist and you're going to be the business guy. You're going to be the guy behind the business that deals with all the people on a day-to-day level, sets up the shows, video directors, all that kind of stuff. You're going to take care of that. I'm going to be the artist, right? So you get to a point where it's like, okay, you both invested money into this company. So now you both have a say-so of what's of what's going on. It's not just one person. The artist doesn't just say, oh, get that done. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get it done because the artist said so. No, if you have a partnership, that's different. And I think that a lot of people or a lot of artists that are up and coming now, that's what they want. They want to have a partnership with somebody. They don't want to, they don't want to have a, a manager that comes from out of nowhere that they don't know. And that manager says, oh, well, this is how we do it in the entertainment industry or whatever, because it's a different day and age now. Yeah. Motherfuckers are doing shit the way they want to do it. That's true. You and know most what managers, I mean? what, are asking for, what, 15%? 15 20%. 20%. Yeah. And, so, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense to, to necessarily pay a manager unless 
you know, that's the type of business you want to run. You want to run it that way. I think it's more wise today to have a partnership with somebody. Yeah, somebody that actually believes in your right. craft. Right, somebody believes in your craft. It's not just a manager who's just going to be there for whatever. And then when you start, when your career starts to decline, because everybody's career starts to decline at some point, mm-hmm. that manager's like, oh, I don't want to manage you anymore. I got somebody that's hotter than you. Like, nah, you don't need that. You, you, need, you need a partner. You need somebody who understands you before you were the artist. Because the business will inevitably try to change you right. in some way, shape, or form. Money will try to change you in some way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so going through this conversation, we just went full circle. And you know who that person is who's always going to understand you? The entourage. <laughs> right, right. But, and, but, but that's the hard thing. That's the hard thing. <laughs> because people in the entourage, are the, they're going to understand you the best because they know you the best. But, but what happens is... They have to learn how to change just like you do. You know what I'm saying? They have to learn that, okay, bro, we're not on the block anymore. You don't have to knock out everybody that looks at you crazy. You right. know what I'm or saying? steps on your Jordan. Right. You don't have to, like, yeah, like, eventually, like, you got to get to a point where it's like, okay, the money that we're making, the moves that we're making, the traveling that we're doing, the way we're feeding our families, all of that becomes more important than the quote-unquote respect factor. You know right. what I'm saying? Because when you're on the streets, it's a different level of it's, respect. It's all about respect, right? Right. It's a different level. It's like, you're not going to cross me. You're not going to look at me crazy. Right. You're not going to talk to me crazy. Right. Exactly. But when you get into the industry, it's like, okay, this is business now. <laughs> if someone steps to you, you may have to step to the yeah, side. Sometimes you every, might. Every sometimes you sometimes you might. And that because because you don't want to affect your money. You don't want to affect your cash flow. Because if promoters feel like every time you do a show, you get somebody gets knocked out or somebody gets fucked up, they're going to stop booking you for shows. Right. You know what I mean? That's 100. So it's no like, matter what type of genre it is. Yeah, no matter what type of genre it is. You know what I'm saying? They're going to stop booking you. For, I mean, I, you've heard of rock and roll stories of Rolling Stones and people like that that are classic groups that got banned from hotels and banned from doing shows in yeah. certain places because because they yeah because the party's getting too wild <laughs> you know what i'm saying and the same thing goes for the same thing goes for hip hop artists man yeah. you know what i'm saying like you got to learn how to find a happy medium between the two so i think like i said i think management i i think entourages and i think the artists are all at fault and i think all of them have to do something that makes that change and the sad part is that the artist is usually the first one that makes that change because they realize i'm in the spotlight so i'm gonna get blamed for shit no mm-hmm. matter what and the other people have to follow it's just kind of like a domino effect yeah like, it has to right. be a domino effect it has yeah. to be you know what i mean um but yeah man this is a good topic man i, I this is this was a good one to to put down I, I think um like i said a lot of these artists out there and and management teams out there and you know um you know, entourages out there. Everybody's at fault. Everybody's got to take accountability, man. And that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to The Essence. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.